Go ahead. Well, hey, Tony. I like video games. I can't hear it on my <laughs> monitor, so I'm just trying to sing it in my head. <laughs> Go ahead, Star. Go ahead. Hey, Tony. I like video games. Well, hey there, Jake. I like video games, too. And this is a live recording of a new episode of Hey, I Like That Game, the podcast, the stream. Hey, I like the game. We got Terry Bradshaw here and the other football guy. We're talking about sports. I hope you missed football as much as we did because that's what we're doing today. We're talking about uh video games but it's eventually going to make its way to football just trust us on this one right yes <laughs> how you doing jake oh i'm doing pretty well how are you doing tony i'm good man i'm good glad to be back talking about a great game for this episode uh but we've been playing some games in the meantime um some other great games i think mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, well, I know i know i know i have i can't i can't speak for you i have a an inkling of what you've been playing so i'm not sure if we've been we've both been playing great games oh come on now okay so i'll i'll start i'll start so the game that jake is alluding to is uh, a game that we both have a lot of history with uh final fantasy 14 uh the mmo online massively multiplayer online rpg uh made by square enix you may remember uh we have done an episode on this game uh, about a year ago actually Jake, I made you play this, and it was infamously your most hated video game of all time. Um, I have jumped back in. <laughs> um, so, uh, so not your most hated game. Not my most hated game. I I enjoyed the game, but uh, go back and listen to the episode to like hear kind of all of my thoughts about the portion of the game that I played then. Uh, but I've never sat with an MMO long enough to get to rating, long enough to get to end game content. And I have some friends here that are uh, really into the game itself. And they're like, hey, we want to get a full party together so we can raid. You know, it's, it's I think it's eight people for uh, Final Fantasy XIV. And uh, they had, I think, five or six at the time. And they kind of, like, for a month trying to... Uh, work on me like oh look it's on sale look this is on sale you can get this and get back into the game you know just trying to push me into it i find this like okay you know what i should because i've never raided before i want to see what this is like so i bought the expansions uh on deep discount i bought a level skip i bought a story skip so i have a damn near maxed out character uh and we're playing through the like brand new content so the the shadow bringers uh expansion so it's actually very interesting because they just they give you a fully powered up character and like the gear where you can actually start on, on a, a pretty solid foot at the, the end of this game. And you still can go back and play all the old content, too. But like you're raid ready instantly, which is, you know, if I would have played my old character it would have taken me maybe like a month or so of grinding to get to the point where i could play with them so now i have a whole a full group and we're playing together i'm doing white mage i'm healing uh doing that for the first time ever and it's like super fun and i'm having a great time with the game again um so yeah i know jake you're um the glazed look on your face is is uh is all you need I'm to just, i'm just waiting to say like uh, like every great video game you have to pay a premium price to skip most of the gameplay it's yeah it's a weird it's it's weird i like i felt kind of dirty doing it but like 
I'm very happy with uh, what I got out of it so far. And now that I have like a group to play with, whenever I play, we're doing like intense content instantly or like getting through stuff. It also helps that these guys are very good at the game. So they're speed running through stuff, like killing bosses in like, you know, record pace. So it's like, <laughs> you just have to <laughs> keep them alive for like a heal. Yeah. yeah. And like white mage is very easy to play. So it's like, I could just, I, I I'm helping and like when we're winning, it's great. Um, but I'm having a great time with it. So that's the first thing I wanted to mention. The the kind of new thing that I'm bringing to the table. Well, well I'm I'm happy for you, Tony, oh. that you're having a good time with that game. <laughs> but so we'll see you back in there. They're you know they're extending the free trial. Uh, Jake, oh, you can play a character geez, up to no. level sixty before having to pay any money, which is oh, a lot. That's a I'm lot. moving. I'm moving pretty soon. There's a lot of stuff going on. Um, I just don't have the time. Oh, okay, that's okay. That's what it is. That's what it is. I'd, lo- <laughs> I'd love to though. I wish I. Oh, oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, rats. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. I wish I could. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Okay, but the the new thing I'm going to bring to the table that we that we can get to talk about, which is um, I'm very excited <clears> about, <throat> is I started playing the Outer Wilds, or I guess it's just Outer Wilds is the Ooh, name of the game. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this game won a lot of Game of the Year awards last year. Um, it, it it's won just a lot of awards in general for um, for its design. It's it's a really incredible game. So it's basically the gist of Outer Wilds is you're exploring the solar uh, the solar system that's stuck in a ton, a 22 minute time loop uh, before sun goes supernova. So it's um, it's an exploration game, like an open world exploration game, but you're on this set loop. So mm-hmm. you can, there are certain things that you do that like will progress things in like the overall timeline that will um, stay there when you when you do the loop again. Like you start the game out trying to get like launch codes for your spaceship. Once you finish like an important kind of thing with that quest, I don't even want to call it a quest line, but like down this like story uh, thread, uh, it unlocks something that when you loop again you'll have that ability again so you don't have to go redo that again but it's um it's really cool it's like it's it's alien groundhog day basically it's <laughs> it's, it's like a, it's a really beautiful thing cuz it's this um almost like fully realized like solar system and mm-hmm. you can go out into space and explore you can also explore the planet that you're on that has like a lot of depth to it there's it's it's kind of like it's kind of like, it feels like mist. It feels like when you're like dropped in the middle of mist, or at least like the feeling, mm. like the feelings that are evocative to me was when when I was a kid playing mist. Like you're dropped in this island and you kind of just have to walk around and and figure out what to do next. And that's that's kind of the feel in this game. But the gameplay is more engaging. You're you're messing around with gravity and you have um, some other things that you have to kind of keep track of. But it's 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 a really cool thing. And like so this this game started off as like a master's thesis in like game design. And it, oh. like, it kind of started as like a break, like a tabletop uh, brainstorming session that, that turned into like a text adventure that turned into this, this thing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it reminds me a lot of Majora's mask and the fact that you have this time loop thing, but like, that's also a little bit disingenuous. Cause it's not, it's not ex- it's not it's not exactly Majora's Mask either. It's really its own original adventure game. Um, I like it a lot. It's it's one of these games. Um, 
I think a lot about when I'm not playing it. So like I don't I don't often get those feelings, but um, it's not it's not even necessarily like a uh, think about it in, in a in a sense of here's a, I'm urged to play a lot of it because that's not it. But like I think about how the world is constructed and how like the game uh, teaches you how to play it and like kind of the concepts that are going on with it. Uh, it's 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 really really neat. Um, I think a lot more people should try it out. It's on Steam finally. Um, I know it was on Xbox Game Pass for a little bit, but it's on Steam. I think it was like twenty or twenty five bucks. Uh, it's really cool. That's the the Outer Wilds. Uh, yeah, so. it's definitely one I've been uh, recommended a lot, and it's, it's it's been in my in my viewpoint for a while. I definitely do need to play that because like that that Groundhog's Day style is. I mean, that's like the most evocative of what video games are, anyway. Like that's that yeah. is what you do in video games. But like, I guess in the canon of the story, you're usually not dying and repeating over and over again. <laughs> right. So it'll be cool to see what a game does with that being part of the story. Like, you know, you're playing Halo, and you know, Master Chief gets killed a whole bunch of times. Like that doesn't actually happen in the story, but what if it did? Right. That can lead to that. Thing. <laughs> stuff yeah yeah yeah. so it's it's very it's a very cool thing like i i have like kind of challenged myself to kind of like go off in like all these different directions every time i play it and you always find something new and interesting to explore and it's like uh it's a fascinating it's a fascinating game you should everyone should go play that game um jake jake what have you been playing man um i haven't been playing too many video games recently uh just kind of been a lot of i don't know yeah i think quarantine vibes are really really starting to get me down a bit so i wasn't playing a whole lot um i just delved into some some more comfort stuff just been playing a little bit of battlefront 2 with friends online i've been playing a little bit of age of empires by myself um and with friends here and there just kind of you know, past the time. Mm-hmm. Um, a fun game mode I've been doing with the Age of Empires is if you turn resources onto infinite and do like big <laughs> team battles against the AI, always leads to like a wild rampant time. Um, that could be fun. The only like real new game I've started. So Nessie, friend of the friend of the show uh, of Morrowind fame, he and I of course did our co-op playthrough of Resident Evil Six, which is now finished. We um that game has the best climax you get into a fist fight with a like a giant monster in a lava cave fantastic fantastic way to end that game what? um but we have now moved on to the next and best uh of aughts bad horror co-op and have started playing dead space 3 oh <laughs> why do you pick the worst entry of like amazing horror game franchises. <laughs> like it's unbelievable, this guy. Okay, I haven't played Dead Space One. I think, I think I played it like once or twice at launch. Remember, like loving the game, having yeah. a great time with it. I never played two. I hear good things about two. Two is phenomenal. Um, three is of course very bad. Yeah. Nah, don't play three. Play one or two for sure um but hey it's it's co-op it's dumb it's fun there's a lot of stupid stupid crap that game has side quests and i didn't know until like that happened how much a side quest just ruins any veneer of horror in a horror game like you can't have a character like an npc say to you like hey if you had the time check this out in a horror game because that just 
demolishes the facade that you should be concerned for your life. Yep. Like, that's the whole thing about horror games is you need to feel vulnerable. And the best, I mean, I don't, the best, in my opinion, horror games can walk that tightrope between being, like, a fun video game that, you know, empowers you and lets you, like, live out this cool story and experience, but still gives you that fear of these wild monsters. I mean, Resident Evil 4, one of my favorite games ever, I think, nails that. It, of course, goes over the edge and, like, complete action game more at the end, but there are still parts in, like, the last third of that game that freak the shit out of me. The regenerator part in that game is still, they think, the most scary part of the game for me. Yeah. And that's in, like, the last, like, two hours or so of the video game. Um, Dead Space 3 doesn't do that. It's a bad game. There are a lot of bad sections. Um, but it's really fun to play with a friend. <laughs> yeah. You, you love you love to hate play video games. Like, that's like... Uh, I, people like I love hate watching video games with Nessie, specifically. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That is, that is like, your bond. Is, is mm-hmm. hate, hate playing video games. Uh, yes <laughs> nice is that it that's the uh is that uh, anything else that's all i really got so should we uh hate play some tech mobile discussion right now great transition High that five. was really really <laughs> good so uh yeah let's talk about tech mobile so that's the uh the episode um i guess the episode game i, I, never I think know, i never know this is our it. oldest game so this was 89, 89 was the yes, North America on. release, which yeah. I think just beats out Crystallis, which was before our earliest game. Yeah, yeah. So one thing that I learned about this while doing some research that this game originally came out in 87 in arcades and like a and yeah. like a four player cabinet. There was only two teams to choose from, so uh, it wasn't like it had all the official players in it. But it actually had like really dope graphics. If you go back and look at the the 87 arcade cabinet like the graphics in it they're they're actually pretty sweet um but the game that we're really talking about like you said 89 nes the game that everybody knows this game everybody knows this game right like Mm -hmm. if if you know what football or american football is i guess you know what this game is um you know it's it's one of these just most iconic nes games you could talk about uh honestly yeah um, it's really up there with just quintessential nes games yep. um first um not the first game to license uh like professional athletes but the first and like the first nfl one which honestly sparks the modern you know sports video game as a genre i guess where you have right real like play is really huge right where you have real players in the game they are not just little sprites that all have the same values no bo jackson is faster because at the time he was the most dominant running back in the league yeah right? so like they and it's not just like running backs and stuff like every different player had adjusted values and like you really could think about strategic matchups of teams or even play like player versus player matchups because of kind of the, the, the hidden depth of the game itself um mm-hmm. so only 12 teams featured uh which is you know a, a, a subsection of what the nfl was at the time but they took like the the 12 most popular teams which which means my beloved <laughs> Detroit Lions did not make the cut. Didn't make uh, the cut. Did not oh, make man. the cut. Seahawks are in there, though. Yeah, Seahawks are in there. But, like, you know, your New York Giants, your uh, uh, 
San Francisco no Jets. 40. I don't think there are any Jets in this. I think it's just the Giants. <laughs> yeah, just the Giants. Um, the 49ers, the Raiders, um, you know, uh, the Colts. You know, like most teams that uh, Cowboys that most teams that people think of when they think of the NFL are in there. So Lions did not make the cut. <laughs> not uh, what most people think of when they think of right, football teams. <laughs> right. So, uh, so like I said uh, earlier. Each individual player has, like, a real-life player kind of attached to them. One of the things that I thought was really unfortunate when I was replaying this game through the Nintendo Online service is they removed all those names. Uh, so, like, I don't know if it's a licensing thing or not, but, like, you would have to go look up the jersey numbers and kind of match never, things up. But, never, like, noticed that. But, like, that yeah. would totally make sense. I'm sure whatever license agreement Te- Tecmo yeah, came good. to in 90, 1990 is... yeah not binding anymore right right so that's that's not in there but i mean there's um just go look at the rosters it's all that's all out mm-hmm. there if you want to see that stuff but like in the original games yeah it had it, it had all of uh you know some of the, the the titans of football at the time like i i romanticized that era of football because like i was young and i was kind of into football like not really but like Walter Payton, Dan Marino, Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, uh, Herschel Walker, like these guys, like, you know, legends of football. Like this is the first time you could play them in a video game. Uh, Mm -hmm. And obviously Bo Jackson, like super, uh, a super awesome thing, you know? Um, (laughs) I I feel like uh, most people that like know this game, they know Bo Jackson and kind of the legend of Bo Jackson, you know, this, absolutely yeah. dominant athlete who was playing two professional sports at the same time uh football and, and um football and baseball and i i feel like they they translated like the lore like the legend that is bo jackson into this game like it added to his lore maybe that like he's the fastest and most like dominant so player fast if you get his playoff get his running playoff it's just yeah, he's such huge gains every single time. He's gone. Yeah, he's absolutely gone, and it's and it's amazing that like it, it it adds to that like legend that like even Bo Jackson is dominant in a video game he's never played mm-hmm. before. You know, right. like, <laughs> like it's 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 really it's really cool. Um, so what where where, do, where else do you want to talk about this, Jake? Where where do you want to go from here? Um, so um, I guess we can kind of like dive into the, the gameplay of it all so it's it is uh an nes game so it is i don't want to say like limited but it's not as robust as football games became fairly quickly say when they moved to like the, the it, snes genesis yeah exactly they exploded in complexity compared to this game um, so each team has four plays they can choose from two running two passing um and they're different for each team but you're you're kind of like stuck in those four plays and then the defense you basically choose to defend specifically against one of those four plays of the opponent so there's a bit of a i guess i would call it rock paper scissors component to it yeah where if you pick the right defense like it's basically like guaranteed sack um on a pass play or like no gain or loss of yards on a run play um if they're if you guess wrong or if you predict wrong, I mean, just like if we have a kind of understanding of football, you're able to sort of intuit what might be the best play for your opponent to go for. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you choose wrong, like you can still muster a pretty solid defense. But um, 
I don't know. It's that's like kind of the extent of it. Like there's there's stiff arming technically, which is you can get it get like uh, in a head to head with a defender, and I think if you mash A fast enough, you're able to shake them off. Yep, you can break um, tackles in this game, which is like that was like a big thing about Tech Mobile yeah. in general. Like that was something that differentiated this from like other sports like football like games that this you could shrug off tackles and in, in this game mm-hmm. um so like you're right that they the tools that you're given are pretty limited but like um the deep fundamental core knowledge about like football strategy like you could leverage some of that stuff in this game and, and it would work out in your advantage but like there really is there is an extra level to this game like there is there are competitive leagues that that play tech mobile there are different things you can do to um to better your situation in like let's say you don't pick the right play to like give yourself like an automatic sack there are things you can do about the character that you choose to maneuver um how mm-hmm. that affects ai rules and how the cpu will control other players to set up better coverage for you and it's like there is a chess match like quality to some of the things you can do in the game at like at very high levels obviously that's gatekeeping gatekeeping gatekeeper (laughs) gate kept by like people like playing a lot of the game and like doing these like crazy uh you know dumps of knowledge and strategy there but like it's there uh i'll also say because of that it's basically a fighting game this is a fighting game for sure um, <laughs> it's uh, like a fighting game stamp of approval. This is, it's basically a fighting game, so you know I like it. Um, I the thing that I like I talked about this before. But the the thing that I really like about this game is that um, there are interesting things about reality that's like brought into the game. You're like uh, player personnel playbook effectiveness and like spec and special teams they all like affect the tech mobile different teams you know like the the giants are going to be better at this than the 49ers are going to be at this you know like that's built into how the teams um perform on the field but it also affects like their playbook you know you said most mm-hmm. you know all teams have four plays but some you know most teams have uh two pass two rush but uh, San Francisco and Miami have three pass and one rush because of their personnel on the field. Okay. So, like, yeah, yeah. little stuff like that turns into really big um, swings in how you have to play against your opponent. If they, if you only have to cover, you know, th- or you have to cover three pass plays instead of two, you know, that changes how you have to play against somebody. Uh, the other, like, really big thing is that, you know, th- so they made um, – you know, Bo Jackson, best player in the game, you know, uh, right. By, by most people, I guess most casual people, I'm sure like the competitive scene might say something else. Um, but one of the things that, that they, yeah, did, we don't know the meta game for tech mobile right now. I, I don't know a ton of it. I don't know a ton of it, but like one of the things that, um, that they did with that team is that the Raiders are the only team in the game that has a two running back set. So that opens up a lot of, defensive uh, exploitation you can do because of that formation that they have as opposed to all the other teams so it's like i found this i found this website it's called techmo bowl versus rbi.com and it's a very old website very very old website it 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 almost feels like geocities like uh era but it's like Uh um it's it's a very in-depth uh tech mobile like competitive website and and it's like 
talks about here are the fundamentals of the strategy here are some like the best teams in the game and like what their strategies are to win and how do you play against them and like records from their past tournaments that they've ran for almost a decade now like it's such a cool it's such a cool little website but like reading through all of this stuff that's there in this game it's just like so endearing and then like playing it in preparation for this podcast it's like this game is great for all ages like it's good for people that are just like "Ah, i'm just gonna dick around with the football game uh it's great for that and then it looks like there's like all this hidden depth there where if you want to get into that it's there which i like i love games like that so Um, i'm gonna make a comparison that um unfortunately is gonna uh give credence to you saying this is like a fighting game where it's sort of like wind jammers in that learning the basics is pretty simple you're gonna grasp this game after like no time at all but i think for you to really master it or to kind of understand play calling and how to like because you have to if you want to like call an audible you have to basically do that within the play like you can't change the play once it's called yeah and so this game came out uh 89 89 so a y- two years before I was born. So this game predates me. I don't have like hardened nostalgia for this game because this game is like before my time. I remember uh, my dad had an NES and brought it out a few times and like played this, but that was like before I could hold a controller. Mm-hmm. Um, I had Tecmo Bowl on the Game Boy and played that a little bit, but not like a whole bunch. Um, when it was released for the virtual console on the Switch, I played some with my dad, and he destroyed me <laughs> so hard. So there is obviously, like, a lot of depth to this game that you can get to know. Because, like, I, you can get the system of it, but if you kind of know what you're doing, or, like, in Tony's case, like, just know the teams and, like, the personnel there, that does give you an advantage. Because mm-hmm. I don't know football now let alone two years before i was born right <laughs> right right um, but yeah it's 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 a it's a very cool game i'm glad you you brought this up for the show because i wouldn't go back and play this game otherwise like this this is one of those games that like i said before everyone knows this game so it's mm-hmm. like ah, it's not it's not something i'm gonna willingly jump back and play just because i i don't know like, i don't I don't. I don't gravitate towards football games. I I, try, I tend to not gravitate towards, you know, the um, the super duper popular NES games just because there's so much weird shit to discover on that system. But, uh, <laughs> but I'm glad you picked this one. This this was a, a super fun game to play. There's so there's like a season mode technically in the game mm-hmm. too, where like if you're playing single player, you have to beat the eleven other teams in the game like in a row to uh to like win the super bowl or whatever but right but yeah, you can like, call it a season but it's it's just like normal video game progression if you there's like they give you passcodes at the end of every game if you lose the game like yeah. game over you can re replay the same team but yeah it's like a season in the loosest terms right right and um they do like the little newspaper things after games yeah like, that's like that's a cool oh, little like, there's that great like flair of personality there where when you yeah. score a touchdown it shows like the still image of like the two players high-fiving yeah. each other but at halftime they show like the band and the, the two leaders and these old like game boy photo looking still images right but there's 
there's that like that cool charm to it the music in this game slaps, slaps. Like, all three tracks <laughs> yeah yeah i mean like the the music and the sound effects are all great there's not there's not a ton of it in there but the stuff that is in there is, no. is great i like i actually really enjoy a lot of the animations too like the the running animation is like pretty smooth you know and like the mm-hmm. the kickoff the ball flipping in the air like it it's a very simple presentation for a video game um but like it still looks halfway decent you know like it, it's pretty great and the fact that um people are still using this like engine i guess to make like modern uh, iterations of this game like there's there are rom hacks out there every single year where you can download <laughs> here's the nfl roster for the year oh that's and, so cool yeah right like so you can continuously kind of update your tech mobile with some teams and you know current professional players no new mechanics no new stuff like that but like the limited tool set that you're given um that makes for like a fun challenge of making a team um it's almost like you have to make a fighting game character you have to balance it to make sure that um it doesn't overpower your opponent um, it's almost like it's fighting almost game. like almost like it's kind of like a fighting it's, game it's like tony that. it's weird how that happens uh, <laughs> um hey i like this game like for sure right like this is a hey i like that game yeah i i agree i i like we don't have i don't really have much more to say about this it's gonna be a gonna be a shorter episode because it is a simple game but it's it's fun it's still great like i have fun playing it with other people when i get that get that chance even just like playing a little bit by myself for this episode it's a fun game. Hey, I like that game. Yeah, and it's you can play it uh, if you have the Nintendo Switch online service. It's on there for free. Uh, they made a Game Boy port that wasn't too bad. There's a Super Tecmo Bowl that's on the SNES. Um, I think they had a couple sequels after that, but like it's this game is just it's pure. Yeah. It's a pure video game, a pure video game experience. Like most, if you haven't already played it, go go play this game. It's really sweet. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Tecmo bowl so um let's see i think that's gonna wrap us up here so that's two hey i like that games for uh tecmo bowl uh follow us on twitter at like that game facebook hey i like that game podcast uh, we, we what are we playing next 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 episode tony oh we're never playing uh any more video games this this oh, is the last this, episode this is the last episode <laughs> this is okay. how i tell you this is how i tell you oh gosh <laughs> no uh no no, no I, I was getting there i was getting there jake so um you're watching this on twitch hopefully uh twitch.tv slash hey i like that game come check us out we play a bunch of video games uh and we record live podcasts that turn out um subpar at best <laughs> hey this one's at least par <laughs> what are you one, doing making these golf this one's a field goal okay this, this one's a, it's or a, a touchdown okay it's a it's a field goal <laughs> this is a real turnover on downs <laughs> i don't this is awful um, but, <laughs> but anyways the real thing here is we are doing a charity 24 hour marathon august 14th um with the all the proceeds going to NAMI, the um, National Alliance uh, on um, on Mental Health, I think it is. Um, and they do a lot of really, mental really illness. mental. See, I'm the fucking worst <laughs> with this. Oh my god! So NAMI's the the the, uh, 
the charity and they do a lot of really awesome work when it comes to uh, mental health awareness and getting uh, needs and resources to those that, that really need it and de-stigmatizing um, mm-hmm. you know, having mental health issues just in general. Um, it's funny, when I was doing my research for uh, this episode, I was looking through like the rosters of players and like picking out the players that like, I remember and liked and Herschel Walker came up and Herschel Walker is actually like a, a big advocate of uh mental health um awareness too because he has uh disassociative identity disorder so like herschel walker really yes he does yeah oh that's that's hardcore right yeah he wrote a whole book about it it's it's really interesting he's an interesting character but yes it was a very interesting like uh, kind of intersection of of things yeah but but anyway so we're doing this uh 24-hour marathon um if you're in chat right now, you can do exclamation point charity and learn more about it. But the date you got to remember is August 14th. We are going to be uh, playing all day. We have a ton of different events uh, lined up, bunch of uh, incentives, some giveaways, a Smash Brothers tournament with a uh, first place top prize. Um, should be really cool. Um, and, and. I forgot. I forgot what the the transition is going to be until <laughs> one of our big blocks of games uh, during this twenty four hour marathon is we're going to play a good chunk of our next video game for the podcast. So Jake, Jake, the next game we are playing for hey, I like that game. It's for the GameCube. It's called yes. Skies of Arcadia. Ooh, yes. So you've heard of this oh, game. Oh, yes. I have heard of this game before. Um, It is one of those games that I heard of. I think I saw like a, a, a review for it on G4's X-Play, but never like personally played it. Sure, sure, sure. Um, definitely one I am interested in messing around with for a little bit. Yes, yeah, so we are going to... With a lot of it. Right, yeah, we we have like six hours in the. In That's the, still a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, so it's, we're gonna we're gonna get through a lot of Skies of Arcadia together on stream. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're gonna play for our next episode of Hey, I like that game, Skies of Arcadia, the the uh, Dreamcast classic. We released on GameCube when I played it, but anyways, uh, we are going to uh, take a break and uh, play some Tech Mobile on stream here for everyone who's uh, checking out. Uh, but for the podcast listener, thank you for tuning in and listening. Remember to share, uh, subscribe, rate, review. Um, send us your hate mail at heyilikethatgame at gmail.com. Uh, we are, we are kind of like starting to do some stuff with our, our YouTube channel, so we're just putting some of our stream stuff on there. Um might make some youtube specific content down the line i'm fooling around with that idea but if that's something that you would like to see or like have any suggestions or like stuff that gets you amped um let us know send us an email send us a tweet uh carrier pigeon whatever whatever floats your boat uh you can send me a whisper in final fantasy 14 i'm <laughs> gonna be on there a lot in the coming days and weeks <laughs> <laughs> you can send me some gill um <laughs> but anyways <Yeah>. uh <laughs> we'll we'll be back after this break but but as always uh live life passionately love each other unconditionally and play video games uh catch you guys after this quick break bye